just to get us started, so books, you know, you wrote one, which congratulations. Thank you. I worked um, really hard on it. Yeah, you did, uh, which is awesome. I think, uh, you know, it does remind me, you know, we have we live in a world where a lot of people buy books. Yep. Uh, but don't necessarily read them. Has that ever happened to you? Um, well, I mean, this whole episode's on integrity, so I have to be honest. Ugh. A vast majority of the books I've bought, a vast majority of the books I'm that are sitting up in my office, mm. I've never read. So what do you think? I've read a lot of books, though, but yeah, uh, there's one of them. I'll tell you the worst one. The one of them is like, it's like sermon classics from some of the, the Christian giants. It's this big book that has all these Generals. famous sermons. Yeah, well, it's like all these famous sermons from these these like Christian classics. Yeah. I've never opened that book one time, and it's been <laughs> sitting in my office for years. Oh People are always gosh. like, wow, you really go back to the classics, huh? Like, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a good reminder of maybe even if people don't read it, we said it last episode that if you buy it, it's for you. Uh, you hey, read you it, buy the book, them. it helps me out. Yes, you read it. Yes, it helps you out. Yes, It'll be fun. Yes, no, we all have that. So no, but I think people are gonna not be able to put this one down. So I'm excited about that. But uh, let's go ahead and dive in. Man, this one is gonna be awesome. This is. Uh, this is actually a foundational thing. This is yes. integrity. You know, this is uh, in the book. It's the seduced saint, yep. which I love. Um, and so, make sure and get the book. Read all about uh, how Pastor and outlined Joseph's story. And uh, obviously, it's a famous. If you're yep. familiar with the Bible, you're very familiar with that story. But um, all things integrity. You know, I feel like yep. we've actually seen that. Um, again, it's since the beginning, we can read the Old Testament and see integrity issues. However, for leaders these days, it has actually shown itself to be the one foundational thing. If you don't get right, you lose it all. It is the great disqualifier. Yeah. A lack of integrity is the great disqualifier of leaders. I believe in restoration, but I also understand you can be restored to God and not restored to a platform mm. because our world forgives people but they never forget yes and the problem with 2023 or 2024 <laughs> whenever you're listening and watching this is that we live in a world where everything is recorded forever yes. whatever you put on the internet or whatever's on the internet is on the internet forever yes like your great great grandkids are gonna be able to google you or whatever the company is gonna be using that day and your name really matters. Mm. And my whole thing is, is I am developing a reputation that my great, great grandkids are going to like, I can't Google my great, great grandfather right now. Like yeah. there's no details. I yes. can't go to his Facebook page. I can't see yeah. who his MySpace, MySpace friends were. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We can't do that. No, for our sure. kids are going to be able to go back and see your very early Instagram feeds. Stuff. Which is scary, yeah. Which hopefully isn't scary, but no, I remember your your stuff. It was it was no, embarrassing. Right. It was yeah. a lot of gym selfies. No, and, not me. I'm not a gym. I I lurk in the shadows. I don't like to put. You it really out. do. Yeah. No, you're 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 good at that. Well, Mine probably were. Yeah, but I, I do think this is a good point though because I I feel like that if we live and I we're gonna do some deep dives throughout this yep. episode, uh, but if we truly live with the beginning. Uh, with the end in mind, right? We'll we'll change. But even um, so, earlier this year, uh, one of the Radiant sermons, a guest speaker, and he's one of our good friends. He did a great job. He referenced a um, a former like saint of of the faith, um, which did incredible things for God uh, in in certain parts of his life. However, if you were to look at his 
uh, pedigree or his Wikipedia or mm -hmm. if you were to Google him, uh, there's some people that would actually be a little taken back because of that person, because of some the way they ended, because yep. their integrity yep. wasn't there. So I, I think what it does for me, and I'd love for you to expound on that, is integrity, you can actually have all of the greatness. Uh, I know even your parents getting saved in the church they got into, if you want to dig into that. Yeah. Like so many great things. However, um, one mess up actually changes the whole dynamic. It takes years to climb the mountain of success and significance. And it only takes one dumb decision to tumble all the way back down. Yeah. And what I have seen is people who have charisma to take them to the top, but they don't have the character to keep them mm -hmm. there. Your character matters. We live in a world that is so obsessed with reputation. And I would say this, if you take care of your character and your integrity, your reputation will take care of itself. So my strategy for this is I'm not going to do anything that I would not be comfortable for it to show up in front of our entire church or for it to show up in the newspaper the next day. Wow. Live with the end in mind. I refuse to fumble this one life that God's given me because of some desire or some impulse or some temptation, which we all have. Mm -hmm. We all have those moments. And you go, well, it's overwhelming for me. We all have those times that we are tempted. Um, but Jesus says, in your moments of temptation, I will give you a great escape. I will provide a way of escape. And I'm telling you, if you will be a person of prayer, if you'll be a person of taking integrity serious. God will provide you escape during those seasons. So let me give you the greatest lesson I ever learned to help me live a life of integrity. It's in the book, but it's a leadership lesson. I've preached on it before, and it's called the Aharit. Now, the Aharit is a Hebrew word that we see all throughout the Old Testament. And what it means, it means that which comes after. Hmm. So it means basically it's to the back. It's the that which is after. So the Aharit is... The devil's primary tactic is to blind us from the ahari, the, the end result. The idea of it is that the devil wants you to think that that relationship with that girl, those pictures you're sending online, mm. the way you're spending your money, nobody is ever going to know. He's blinding you from the consequences of your ahari. Proverbs 5 or Proverbs 6, one of those is a big passage on um adultery and affairs yeah. and it says you know the girl is there and she looks good and you know she uh she she's coming on to you and it looks all great and then it says this phrase and then at the end you will groan and you will grieve yeah. it, the enemy's tactic is to let you think there's no consequence for that wow and that's what happens i've dealt with so many pastors and leaders that they've sat with me and i've seen the 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 frustration, I've seen the anguish on their face. And there's two things that come to mind when I do this. I sat down with a pastor um, recently who was having an affair with someone on his staff, and it was a disaster. And I had to sit down and had to confront him. And the anguish and the tears and the grief, and he, he lost everything. He wow. lost everything. Hmm. And I, when I looked at him, I thought two thoughts, and I think these are important to know. Hmm. One thought is, he never saw this when he was sleeping with that girl. Wow. He never saw this pain in the midst of that pleasure. Wow. And let's be real. As good as that pleasure was, it's not worth this pain. That's so good. Yeah, and here's the second tough. thought I thought of, okay? Mm -hmm. This is the big one. The second thought is I looked at when I was sitting there, I go, Aaron, 
never forget what you're sitting there watching right now. Wow. Because just as easy as he did it, you can do it. Hmm. And we all can. Hmm. Integrity matters. So you've got to think. It's exactly what you said. Think of the end result. Think of the final consequence. Think about the fact that your kids are going to speak at your funeral one day and you yes. don't want them to lie about you. Yeah. You no, want them sure. to say, my dad, my mom was a person of that was Christ-like, a person of character, a person... My dad had issues, but I'm telling you, I know what I'm going to say at his funeral one day. Hopefully, it's a long time from now, but he had a lot of issues, mm -hmm. but he was the real deal. Wow. And he kept getting back up every time he fell down. Wow. That's an integrity thing. <clears throat> so be a person that's the real deal. That's what integrity means. It means integer. It means whole number. It means I'm the real deal. Not one group here, one group here, one group here. I'm not split. No, I'm one person. I'm the real deal. And and I think that's probably the struggle of our day uh, yep. because we are so public. Even yep. um, we're especially leaders listening, uh, regardless of the size team you lead, regardless of the size business or church. Um, it's a very public ministry that's more, uh, there's more awareness than there ever has been. And I think you can, what I like that you've done is you've allowed that to really put the fear of God in you yep. um, instead of... Um, you know, isolating, you've gone the opposite, you know, with, I know you and Katie are very, you're very much accountable to Katie, yep. uh, your wife, uh, you've got people speaking into your life. Um, and regardless of, of what your position is, whether you're the lead pastor of a, of a large church, or if you're an early entry level team member, like this is something, and, and I would love for you to expound on this. This isn't something that you adopted this year because of your, your pastor's friends yep. falling. This has been something that you've been cultivating for decades. You know, I remember being a youth pastor, and um, there was a kid in my youth group who was training to be in ministry. He was probably 19 years old at the time, and I took him to New Orleans. And we were, um, I was preaching at a church, Nolens. We Nolens. were preaching at church. <laughs> and I'll never forget, we went to Subway, and we were in line, and he ordered a water and to drink. And I thought, you know, not a big deal. And he goes to the machine and he pushes it on the Sprite. Mm. And um, so I pulled him aside and I said, go, buddy, what do you think you're doing? He goes, oh my gosh, do you know how much this actually costs them? It's pennies. And I knew how much it did. I worked at McDonald's. We talked about the last session. Yeah. I know what it costs them. I said, I don't care what it costs them. I said, how much does it cost? Oh, it's a dollar 40 and I don't want to pay a dollar 40 for the drink or whatever. Mm. So your integrity is worth a dollar and forty cents. Wow, that's how cheap you are. Mm. You're willing to give up because people think integrity. They think I'm not going to go and sleep around with somebody else. Correct. Yep. That's so. That's the extreme integrity mm -hmm. cracks. The reality is, is big cracks, big foundational issues are normally those small little. Are started by those small little cracks in your character. And it's the cheating on taxes. It's I'm swiping the card for things that I shouldn't be swiping for. It's the small things make the big difference. Yeah. So integrity is not me that I now that I have a big church and we have a big budget and I'm on social media and I want to make sure I look good for people. Mm. No, integrity was years ago going, if I order water, I'm going to get water. Yeah. Because that matters. Yes. And, you know, I think it's uh, similar to money. Uh, well, actually, there's a lot of integrity with money. Um, but the idea of exactly what you're saying, it's, it's, it's the heart mm -hmm. and, uh, and really it's a principle of the scripture of, of how we handle something. Um, 
you mentioned this in a previous episode that I want to kind of dig into a little with David's story of Bathsheba, you know, yep. the the private, you know, sin that was exposed, but also the private success that's exposed. Absolutely. And it's the same thing with integrity. It's like, and it's uh, not to go so, you know, there's, there's more podcasts in the future where we could dive deeper into this, but really briefly to, to overview, it's the... Um, the gentleman that might have had a moral failure, it probably was the the water versus the sprite. It's like yep. the enemy. Yep. the The scriptures actually tell us that he crouches like a roaring lion, um, seeking who he may devour. And uh, in time, where we uh, and he looks for the opportune time. And so, of course, you know he he's not going to expose the water issue. Yes, he's going to let that build until he can expose something larger. A few years back. There's a condominium in Sunrise, Florida. It's by Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Condominium was, I don't know, 15, 20 stories tall. It was built 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. But they used cheap material for it. And they did not, um, they did not uh, you know, whatever the, the, the metal is and reinforce it correctly. And it didn't break immediately. But eventually, it w- because it wasn't reinforced correctly, it eventually because they went cheap. They did something underneath the surface that they thought nobody will ever know. Well, the reality is, and y'all know the story, that the pool eventually went in, uh, fell into the parking garage. When it fell into the parking garage, it collapsed the, the, the condominium. This is 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the morning. Everybody's asleep, and it pancaked on top of each other, and all the people died. Oh, my goodness, yeah. And it didn't happen immediately. Your failure and you... you when you see a moral failure, when you see somebody cheating on their spouse, when you see somebody that gets put in jail for money laundering, none of that happened overnight. It was daily cracks in the system. It was a little bit here, a little bit there that they thought hmm. nobody will ever know. And that's the enemy's lie to us is nobody will ever know. Um, we were joking before, even before we got on this podcast today, before we started filming about like, I didn't even know what only only fans was hmm. until like, I don't know, a few months ago, someone told me this thing. It's like, oh, all these people are making all this money on OnlyFans. I'm like, oh, man, what are they doing? They're like, oh, man, you can go in there and they have their own channel and you get their private content. Well, I didn't realize their private content <laughs> is private content. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, yeah. now, I, again, yeah. I've never been on OnlyFans ever, just so you understand. Yes. And I don't yes. have my own, like... uh Private Aaron information. This is weird, but you sell, got the idea. Not selling any feet pics or anything? No, no, no. There are no, no, no feet pics. No, no. If you want to get more information about the unfair advantage, go to Aaron Berg's OnlyFans site. No, um, that doesn't exist, by the way. The idea of it is, is I realize there's a whole world that's trapped in private sin mm-hmm. that they think nobody will know about. Yeah. The world will know about it. You have two options. You can expose it to a pastor to a confidential person in your life, you can get honest with them or God will expose it and you won't like it when God exposes it. Because God exposes it because his goal for you, and I want you to get this, his goal for you is not ministry. His goal for you is Christ-likeness. That's really good. So if if you go, yeah. well, if he reveals this, it'll remove my ministry, his goal is not your ministry. Wow. His goal is that you become more like Christ. Hmm. So the way that he refines you is he has to expose our sin so that we can get better. So many times, and I hope you get this, many times he will sacrifice your ministry so that you can become more like Christ. And that 
is scary to me. Now, I think you can have both of them. I think you can become more like Christ and have a great ministry. Mm-hmm. But I th- tell people when they get exposed for their sin and they get they lose everything, um, I tell them, I say, because ministry has never been the goal. Being like Christ is the goal. And Jesus and, and the Holy Spirit will do everything possible to make us more like Christ, including exposing our hidden sins. Mm. So integrity matters. Let me just say this because I don't want people to leave, listen to this like depressed because they're like, oh, because everybody, everybody's got something mm-hmm. that they're struggling with personally. So my two challenges for people is get honest and get help. Yeah. Get honest, get help. Get honest. Find one or two people that you can be honest with. Some of that might be a counselor. Some of it might be your spouse. One person to be honest with and then get help. There's help for whatever you're going through right now. Absolutely. And <clears throat> not to shift gears too far, but maybe making it practical for yep. those uh, leaders out there that are leading teams. And I know maybe in the business world, there's there's some nuances that are different, but especially for our pastor's friends, you know, we're we're probably looked, uh, looked at a little bit more on the conservative side of some of these things. Um, um, yep. You know, which uh, which I personally, I'm, uh, you know, I know we've caught flack in the past, but I'm I'm a fan of it because I think what can be termed as legalism uh, is actually safeguards. And so, uh, yep. actually, uh, some some of our staff. This happened um, just a couple weeks ago. We have a newer staff member uh, who's a male, and um, his department works closely with an, another department that the department head is a female. And uh, they had they had an issue with a, a vehicle that they were trying to get some stuff moved, and uh, and he's like, well, let's just hop in the car, and you know, totally like innocent. There was nothing nothing there, and the woman goes, well, no, we we were both married. We can't ride in the car together. Which simple things like that would seem foreign to a lot of people, uh, but it's one of those safeguards where it, there was probably not even a motive. There was yep. no intention. However, we're going to go to the extreme of protecting our people. Um, of things like not riding in the car together with the opposite sex. You know, it's Billy Graham who said, hey, I'm yep. not going to jump into an elevator with anyone uh, of the opposite sex. Yep. Again, some things that historically are now becoming, uh, from the perspective of legalism and old school and very conservative, they are... Now, that that doesn't deal with the heart issue, which is no. another topic. Another However, issue. on the at least the, the side of protecting yourself, like putting those types of safeguards in place. You know, one of our campus pastors, I met him uh, for a one-on-one earlier this year, and uh, it was at a Starbucks. And one of his staff, usually they, you know, they they work out of a Starbucks close to their campus, and um, there's usually several of them there. Mm-hmm. I happened to show up uh, when it was just him and and one of the, the females on his team. Now, obviously, it's in the public Starbucks sure. and all of that stuff, um, but it was a conversation I had, and he had a really great answer. Oh, this, this, and this. It was it, it was very transparent. However, those are the types of things that we're going to ask questions about. Uh, what you mentioned yep. about the water and the Sprite, it's like, as leaders, one, ourselves. We have to like reflect on ourselves, but we also have to, those are the crucial conversations. If we see it, we need to say it, and we're going to create culture with that, and we're going to protect our people. People don't know what they don't know. They don't know, and I know this is this will get crucified on social media. I get it because I I follow all the accounts online, and they they hate the Billy Graham rule. They hate that it's it's you know demeaning to women and women. I, I listen. I'm not a, against that. I'm not against women in leadership. Women. I mean, they should be, um, and and given every opportunity and everything. My thing is, is I don't want to give anybody the opportunity to accuse me. Yeah. So if you're never in this scenario, I, I trust myself. I think I'm very healthy. 
I trust my leaders around me. But my thing is, I just want to be in a place where I never give anybody opportunity to accuse me. Yeah. One accusation takes people down. Yeah. So be the Bible says, be ab above reproach. That's how we live. We live above yep. reproach. Um, a, a phrase that we use with our staff is that others can, I won't. Yeah. Others can, I won't. So others can do that. Others can go watch that movie. Yeah. Others can go to that place. Others can go to that bar. Others can go to that. There's even places like in public. I just, others can go there. Yeah. I won't. I won't. Not yeah. because I'm an issue and not because they're an issue. I just realize with who God's called me to be and my reputation, mm -hmm. I'm going to live above reproach. And what people, people mock the Billy Graham rule, but you can't mock the results. Yes. The results Absolutely. are that guy lived till, I don't know, 90 something years old mm -hmm. with not one scandal when yes. it came to the opposite sex when it comes to sex. Yes. So you can mock it all you want and you go, well, that's legalistic and that's demeaning to women. He ended well. Yes. And what I refuse to do is be another casualty. We use the shoots and ladders illustration. You know the shoots and ladders. It's the game growing up, and um, you know it's. You might have to, which for some of our listeners, Google it. It's a game. It's a board game. I know. I've <laughs> taught this before, and I'm like, people are like, we don't even know what this game yeah. is. What's a board game? Yeah. Um, charcuterie so, board. A yeah, charcuterie no, board. Just... There it is. <laughs> shoots and ladders is there's there's it's like a hundred one to a hundred spaces and they have uh different ladders that if you land on that so just you roll the dice and you know okay if it's yeah. a four you go over four spaces if there's a ladder there you can jump ahead to the next yes. thing so you're going from one to 100 100 you win okay and i think that's life 100 is your calling 100 yeah. is your ultimate destiny in life and there's there's ladders along the way there's things you didn't deserve but you got them you were in the right place at the right time god ordained your steps you got blessed. Mm -hmm. And I've had so many ladders in my life. I've had those moments where God promoted me that I didn't deserve it. The book is a ladder. Yeah. I, I didn't push it. I didn't make it happen. God made it happen. But there's also the shoots along the way. The shoots mm -hmm. are the the the, la, uh, the slides that bring people back down. Yep. Some of them bring them down a little bit. Others bring them down. You can. There's one shoot I remember. It's like on on uh, number 88 and it brings you down to like number 15 or something. Yeah. It's, a free it's fall. crazy. It's a yeah. free fall all the way down. That is what a moral failure is. That's what a lack of integrity is. So guard, we we said it this way, old school Pentecostal church would have said it this way, guard the crux in your armor mm. because that's where the sword's going to come in. Yeah. That's where that's where the arrow's going to attack. Yes. It's the crux in the armor that you, that are there and you know they're there. Yes. So just understand that those cracks are what's going to take you down because if if it hits you in the chest... You're protected. But if you know where those cracks are, and that's what the enemy is. The enemy is so smart because the way he attacks Bobby is going to be the way different than the way he attacks him. Yeah. Because he knows us. Hmm. So you got to guard that. Um I want to give I want to give some hope for people though yes. that are uh that their integrity is lost. First of all, your goal when you are um when you're in an issue where your integrity has been messed up. And by the way, integrity is a great unfair advantage because so few have it mm -hmm. i actually i i've called my friends after some of these moral failures and i go i think i think that we're going to take over the world if we just don't do anything stupid mm. like we'll win if we just don't do anything That's stupid good. like i just if i've just am determined to never, never sleep with anybody else in the, in the world other than my wife i think for some reason my life will end well like mm. so it sounds stupid but the reality is is integrity will set you apart but um, if you've messed up your integrity, 
and you've messed up and you're at the low of the low and you're listening to this, here's here's the result. The result is that restoration is possible. Hmm. But I'll tell you, it happens in three levels. Your first restoration needs to be in your spirit. And you need to restore that relationship with God first. Everybody needs to be restored in their spirit first because a break in your character and your integrity always started with a break in relationship with God. One wow. common denominator amongst everybody who fell morally in the 80s and the 90s when they did research is they all stopped their personal time with God. Wow. So it's a break in your, your spirit. The second is there needs to be restoration in your soul. There's a reason. For you to go outside of your marriage and confide in somebody else, there's something mm. missing in your soul. Wow. For you to go and register on an OnlyFans site and watch some stuff that you shouldn't watch, there's a soul issue there. Mm-hmm. So you need to restore your soul. That's where counseling comes into place. That's where yeah. real therapy comes into place. You need your soul restored. And then the third level of restoration is a restoration in your service in the sense of now, let me be restored to actually being productive in the kingdom of God. Don't get these out of order because if you start it with how do I get back into a place of importance or a place of significance, you'll miss it. It starts with your spirit, then it moves with your soul, and then it'll end with your service. That's Get good. in the right order. I love that. Well, um, as we end, you know, if, as you've listened to this, regardless of where you're at, hopefully, you know, it puts the fear of God in all of us yes. to live right, to live well, to live with integrity. However, if you have some stuff and you don't have anyone to talk to, like find someone, reach out to us, like don't isolate. The enemy would love to have you isolated right. and uh, doubting and 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 kind of stuck. And so um, before, you know, before it gets worse, you know, reach out and uh, let us know how we can be praying with you, how we can be, uh, you know, partnering with you to um, those three things that, that Pastor Aaron just referenced. So again, thank you for listening. I know today uh, was a little bit more of a deep dive, and uh, but I, what I want you to hear is that there's hope yep. and that this is one of those foundational things. Don't miss this. Don't look at all the glitz and glamour at the expense of integrity. Have integrity and let God promote you. Thank you again for listening. Make sure and subscribe. Make sure and share. Thank you for being a part of this community.